Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about website development and investing, how you can invest uh, in the right way uh, and get insights about that. Uh, I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Mohit Tatar. How are you? I'm good, Anatoly. How are you? Uh, good to be here. Yeah, a big pleasure. Uh, I'm excited to learn more about that. Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about investing in website development. Yeah, so uh, I've been uh, buying and selling websites for almost uh, 10 years now. And uh, I started it uh, in 2012. Uh, and before that, uh, you know, I just graduated college and uh, was trying to do something on my own. So while doing my day job, I was learning how to build websites in the evenings and on weekends. And then I started blogging because, you know, I wanted to do something online so that it gave me the freedom of uh, time and uh, location. We all read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. So I was also fascinated and uh, I wanted to do something, you know, while being location independent. Uh, so I thought maybe, yeah, let's Google make money online. <laughs> so then I came across blogging. And when I started blogging, uh, I blogged for about one, one and a half years, but I could not make any money from blogging. Uh, so it was not really a success, I would say. Um, then uh, I came across a site called flippa.com, which was basically a marketplace for buying and selling revenue generating websites. So buying and selling existing businesses or existing websites that were making money, like they were making profit. Mm -hmm. So instead of building something from scratch, I thought maybe I should try this. So I bought my first website for $2,500 and it was making about $400 a month. Uh, I you know, ran that for six months. I made about $6,000 running it, five, $6,000 running it. And then I uh, sold it for $12,000 after six months. So uh, almost like, you know, five times the price that I bought it for. So that's mm -hmm. how I validated my idea of uh, buying and growing and selling websites. And then from there on, like I started buying more sites uh, and slowly I, you know, started buying sites that were higher and higher in value, like five, ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars. And then you know, slowly build up my portfolio from there. Uh, I even got scammed uh, a couple of times in the beginning because I did not know any better. But then I learned over time. And then right now we manage a portfolio of revenue generating websites for ourselves and for our investors, basically uh, through my company, Blackbook Investments. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice, love it. Interesting, you know. So you found yourself how to earn money online, you know, yeah, by buying websites. Can you tell how to find the right website? For example, if I'm going to buy website uh, with metrics, I mean, like with visibility, traffic, uh, probably sales. So can you tell uh, where to start and what to do first? Sure. So uh, there's uh, three, four different types of online businesses or websites, if you want to call them. One is content websites. These are basically blogs where people write about certain topics and you go read them uh, and then you either they, they show ads or make money from ads or they are reviewing products which you read and then you go to Amazon from their link and buy that product. They get a commission. So that's content websites. Second one would be SaaS businesses, software as a service businesses where you know, you, you're, you're running a software business. Uh, third would be e-commerce, which we all know. So e-commerce businesses. And fourth would be service businesses, like running an agency, like a digital marketing agency or SEO agency. So we only primarily focus on the first kind of uh, business, uh, which is the content websites. 
which are monetized via display ads and affiliate marketing. So how to get started would be, you know, uh, of course, like we as Blackbook Investments help people do exactly that, which is help them invest in websites. And um, we cater to people who have, uh, you know, who want to work one-on-one -on -one with us or who want to, you know, put money in our group buy, where we pull money from multiple people to buy multiple websites. To do it as your own, you know, what I would suggest is start learning uh, how to build websites. It's, it's not too difficult. Just, you know, use WordPress. Start learning how to, you know, build websites on WordPress, uh, which is a content management system. It's free. You know, get a hosting, uh, you know, get a domain, uh, just uh, load up a site, like, you know, build a site, uh, maybe use a template, a theme, and then, you know, start tinkering with the settings and then design and see how the whole thing works. So that's just the basics of, you know, learning how to manage your WordPress website. From there on, I mean, you'll really have to, uh, you know, pinpoint your uh, interest areas. Like what, what do you like, uh, you know, what, what topics do you like? And then you can go to a marketplace like flippa.com or you can go to empireflippers.com uh, to, you know, look for a business or a website in the same niche so that you are, you know, interested about it, you have knowledge about it, and you can write about it. Uh, so that is what I would say the first steps should be for someone looking to invest in websites. Mm -hmm. uh, can you uh, uh, send me links to these uh, web uh, platforms, uh, Flippa and others? So in private chat, I'll share with my audience because uh, they're probably interested yeah. about that. Uh, yeah. Okay, I have the question about uh, what kind of metrics uh, are you looking before buying websites? I mean, like traffic, visibility, domain authority, anything else about that? So it's it's main we buy websites mainly on the revenue that they they have generated in the past. So we usually buy at a multiple of their last twelve months or last one year of net profit. So let's say a website made uh, fifty thousand dollars in the last twelve months and forty thousand dollars was the profit in the last twelve months. So we will offer them something like a three x multiple, three to four x, three to three and a half x. So a forty thousand times three would be hundred and twenty thousand. So that we'll value the you know the value of the site would be around that that's what we'll value that apart from this we also look at the traffic that's coming in it doesn't have to be like an absolute number that this is the minimum traffic but it's more about you know consistent traffic and also which country it is coming from because you know western traffic is definitely valued more than uh, traffic from uh, asian countries because the ad rpms are higher for western audience so traffic of course we see where it is coming from and um, uh, the revenue numbers, uh, what kind of revenue streams does this business have? Is it only one revenue stream or they have multiple revenue streams? The more, the better, because then you can diversify. Uh, so yeah, mainly I would say these two things is what we primarily look at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. So <laughs> you check out uh, real metrics where you can uh, really earn money. You know? Yeah, I love it because uh, uh, other metrics are just estimation. We don't know about the main authority. I, I remember when one of my clients bought a website with high domain authority, and uh, after a few months, all this uh, domain authority disappeared. <laughs> I don't know, but probably PBN uh, did a good job you now to increase this number. So, yeah, right. it's better to check out real metrics, real traffic, yeah. real sales. Thank so, you. I love it. Yeah. Uh, can you tell about? Uh, 
uh, choosing the right side. Uh, even more. Uh, for example, I remember when uh, Neil Patel uh, shared on uh, his podcast uh, uh, that he bought Uber Suggest for $120,000. And uh, we know Uber Suggest today is very popular too because the uh, owner of Uber Suggest couldn't uh, monetize this tool. He, he earned uh, zero with this tool but after that new battle created uh, updated tool of course updated uh, added new features and uh, if i remember correctly he invested like three million dollars per year you know to update this tool uh, wow. can you tell how to choose the right website where you can invest update and uh, as you mentioned for example you bought for x and can uh, sell for 5x can you tell more about the process of updating improving yeah so uh, uh, of course uber suggest was a, a software tool more like you know so that was a little bit different so for what for content sites what i would say is when you when you're looking to buy uh, three or four main things that we look at is is a stable history of earnings and traffic the site should have been around for a few years like at least two three years if not more uh, you know three years is what we take as a baseline it should have a, a steady history of traffic and uh, growth is good like we look for growth whether it's uh, you know slow growth or hyper growth fast growth doesn't matter it has to be growing we don't uh, buy sites that are declining so it has to be growing in terms of traffic and revenue over the last uh, you know, few years that it, it has been around for. So it should be growing. Uh, it should not be declining. It should have been around for a few years. Uh, then what we look at is that there should be scope for further growth because if the seller has done everything that is to do and then there is no opportunity for you as a buyer to you know, grow the site further, that's also not good. So we want to see if there are things like, you know, uh, he has, there's some content topics that he has covered. So we want to look at that, you know, we want to see if there's some revenue streams that he has not added to the site. Maybe the site is doing affiliate marketing, but it has not added uh, display ads to the site. So there's a possibility of adding display ads and creating, you know, uh, another new stream of income right away. Uh, there should be also other low hanging fruit, like, uh, uh, you know, maybe there is opportunity for conversion rate optimization. Maybe their page layout and, and you know style and all that is not the best for conversions. So uh, there is an opportunity for CRO. So yeah, I would say you know look for growth opportunities when when looking at uh, uh, buying a site. And also on the flip side, we do not buy sites that have been affected negatively by a Google algorithm update, like something. Google yeah. came up with a Google search update and it negatively affected the site, then we ideally stay away from those because it means that probably the site was doing something incorrectly and, and it's, it's, it's hard, it's difficult to get them back up to you know where they were and then grow from there. So we generally don't buy sites that have been affected by Google algorithm update. Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, agree with that. Uh, can you tell more about call to action? Uh, how to uh, submit call to action? Because um, I found that many uh, website owners ignore adding the right call to action or oversell. You know, they submit a lot of call to actions. <laughs> can you tell how to find this balance? Because many websites with traffic can't monetize because of ignoring call to action. Uh, given strong reason, you know, to open affiliate link or uh, any other link products. Tell more about that. Yeah. So for content sites, we, we don't go overboard with the uh, 
call to action. And uh, we usually, you know, just focus on, are you there? Uh, Anzoli, uh, are you there? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we don't focus too much on call to action. We we just are subtle about it. We don't want to, you know, bombard the uh, reader with uh, different buttons all the time. So we just, you know, give a CTA after reviewing a product. Let's say we're doing a buying guide, top 10 uh, air purifiers, and then we'll list down 10 air purifiers. And with, with every, you know, air purifier, we'll give a CTA, which is like check price on Amazon or check price on eBay, wherever. And then they can click accordingly and go to that. So we don't go overboard with, uh, because sometimes these are against the terms of service of Amazon, uh, of whose uh, the site is an affiliate of. So you want to be subtle about it. No, like, you know, hard uh, selling on the CTA. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell how to uh, estimate the price, for example, if iPhone website, I see some uh, opportunities, you know, to create more content or update existing uh, or just uh, to monetize uh, that way. Uh, can you tell uh, that the price is accurate, good for me? Uh, uh, if you have some measurement, just share your insights about that. Yeah. So like I said, the price is uh, usually the multiple right now is between 32, 33x monthly profit to 40, 42 monthly profit. So let's say on an average three times yearly, 36x monthly profit uh, of the average last 12 months. So, And then that can go up to 40, 42x or go below, depending on how many you know uh, growth opportunities, opportunities are there, uh, what has been the history of the site, has it been affected by a Google algorithm or not, uh, has it is it very new? Has it been around for only six months or one year? You know, all of that can affect whether you pay more than 36x or you, you pay less than that. But this is the price range, you know, 32, 33x to 40, 42x of monthly profit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Uh, and uh, can you tell how it's important to know the topic? For example, if uh, I'm going to buy website about weight loss supplements, but I'm not good with that. Uh, yeah. So uh, is it a good idea for me to invest on this website or it's better to find uh, to familiar topics for me? Yeah, it's good if you have experience in that topic because then you can see the content and judge the content, uh, analyze the content if it's really yeah. well written or not. If you don't know the topic, then you might not be able to you know, figure out if the content is good quality or not. So it's good to have that uh, knowledge about that topic at least some knowledge is good uh, and then of course you don't have to write everything uh you can hire writers to write for that site who are experts in that niche so and that's what happens when you know investors who want to work with us who work with us we take care of everything end to end uh, from the management from the content writing from the link building everything and we have writers for the site experts and get new content written and we also update old content so yeah you have to it's good to be somewhat knowledgeable about the topic I would say. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, you mentioned in the beginning about uh, you met a few times fraud. Uh, can you tell what kind of fraud uh, uh, website owners or uh, someone who uh, is willing to buy a website can meet and how to avoid uh, any issue with that? So how to know that uh, it's fraud, it's better to find something else. Yeah, tell more about that. 
Uh, I didn't get the question. Sorry. Can you repeat it? Sorry. I mean, like uh, you mentioned about fraud or scam that we have yeah, online. Yeah. For example, if someone is pretending that a website, uh, for example, I don't know, like the owner of website, uh, but it's not true just for the sake of take money, uh, taking money. Can you tell uh, yeah. how to uh, be careful with that and find it? Yeah. So, so the main thing that you have to be careful about is that uh, whatever revenue that the seller is showing is actually coming from that site, from that business. And it is not coming from any other website or business because that's the most mm -hmm. common type of uh, uh, thing people do when they're selling. So uh -huh. you, have to, you have to tie that revenue to that site. Exactly. And how you can do that is, you know, you can do on, you can go on a, a, a conference call. Uh, you can do go on a video call and screen share with the seller and they can show you their receipts of, of uh, money coming in from, let's say, Amazon or other affiliate networks like Impact or CJ, or they can show you that the money is actually coming from AdSense or Mediavine display ad networks. Uh, and then it's coming for the same site that they're selling. It's not coming for some other site. So that's one mm -hmm. thing. Uh, and you can also, you know, um, uh, see receipts of because when these networks send you a payment, they, they send you an email uh, and then they sometimes include the, the, the fund, the amount that they have sent you. So you can verify that, that, okay, this person uh, said the website made $3,000 in August. And also they got a payment from Mediavine for $3,000 in August. So that correlates that, okay, the income is tied to the website. So this would be the number one thing I would say that, you know, you, you take care of when, when buying a website. So due diligence is really, really important. Uh, which is again what we do thoroughly when we are looking to buy a site for ourselves or for our investors. We spend days, you know, looking at the deal, uh, and multiple people do due diligence on that uh, at different levels. Mm -hmm. You know, my audience loves all your insights. Uh, that's why we have some questions. <laughs> Sorry for that. You need to reply to them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Kapil is asking Have you found any sites which you have liked so much that you decided to start your own site in that niche instead of buying the original site? Yeah, hi, couple. Yeah, good to <laughs> meet you there. So uh, uh, I I find these sites every time, all the time. You know, they are so good that I want to start them on my own. But each website is a full-blown business, a big project in its own. That is not what we do. We do not build websites from scratch. Uh, we used to do it earlier, but now we're focusing on buying established websites and growing them. So even though I I would like to start websites, you know, that I come across and they're really in good niches, but I, I don't have the bandwidth to uh, do all these sites because there are a lot of them. I come across them every day and I cannot start possibly uh, one new website, you know, every every week or so. It's just not possible. Uh, we are barely, you know, just keeping up with the uh, work that we have for managing and growing existing websites for our investors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. Love it. It's business model. Yeah, guys. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, can you tell about management? For example, if uh, I, I have a bunch of websites, my customers' websites, my own websites, but I know it's hard to manage the process of updating content, creating new yeah. content. So I, I need to have copywriters, editors, uh, designers, uh, content managers, web developers. A lot, a lot. Because even if I know. WordPress, if I know how to write, if I know how to edit, I can't do everything because, yeah, it takes time. And uh, I found it's better to cooperate with experts. For example, I usually pay more for copywriting 
because I don't have copywriters on Upwork or Fiverr, any other platforms. I usually search for people with a proven record. So if they write content that ranks well, it's better to cooperate with them. I, for me, I, I it's better to buy this article yeah. 10 times uh, expensive than uh, to okay. and to get real traffic than uh, trying 10 different articles uh, without any results. But can you tell about management? How to manage the process? For example, if you have a new website, you bought it, you need to update, innovate, and your process of management. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's... It's all right to do it all by yourself if you have one site or maybe two sites. Probably yeah. do everything yourself. But we're managing more than 30, 35 sites at the moment for uh, clients and investors. And it's not easy to uh, you know, manage them all myself. So we have about uh, 20. Uh, in fact, now we hired more people this week. So almost 25 full-time people uh, uh, you know, in uh, working either remotely or we have two offices in India. We have 25 full-time people working with us to run this whole operation. Uh, and these do not include writers because we hire experts. We pay good money to good writers who are experts in their niche. Ideally, we hire uh, you know, native English writers. So these 25 people are just doing, you know, they are editors, they are content managers, they are SEOs, they are developers. Uh, you know, so these are just uh, the team to run and manage the whole uh, operation of managing these mm -hmm. 30 sites. And the actual content is written by writers who are not in these the core team because we hire experts. Each site is in a different niche, so we can't hire someone full-time for every niche. But we go to writers, we pay good money, we pay five, six, seven cents a word, and we get quality content. Because we have experimented with uh, low, uh, cheaper content, but uh, I don't think it has worked for us. Uh, and it hopefully, uh, it probably won't work in the long run, so it's better to just you know pay for good quality content, and uh, that has a much better chance of ranking, I would say. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it doesn't work for anyone today. Uh, ten years ago, it worked. And, you know, I had a team of copywriters who wrote yeah. about anything. You know, I gave them the topics about weight loss, about finance, about yeah. any topics. And uh, Google ranked all of them. Today, no way. <laughs> it's hard to yeah. hire uh, specialist experts who uh, can create quality content. Okay, exactly. we have the question. Uh, does web development investment help in driving better conversion rates? What do you think? Uh, so, yeah, I would not say exactly web development investment. Uh, what I can say is that conversion rate optimization can help in driving up conversion rates. And how that can be possible is because that does include some form of web development. But usually when we buy sites, they're already developed in some way. We try and not do a major redesign because sometimes we have experimented and, you know, it has not gone as we had hoped for and we had lost traffic. So we don't do major redesigns, but we do change the layout of the pages. Sometimes the pages will not have uh, conversion, uh, like, you know, comparison tables. So we'll add those. They will not have a CTA. So we'll add those. Uh, they will not have a conclusion, you know, uh, or maybe the conclusion will be at like... Uh, very end but what we've seen is you know adding a, a brief introduction and then you know giving them uh, like maybe top three choices in the beginning so that they can you know directly if they don't have time they can go and select the product and go buy that is better so we sometimes you know give the inclusion in the beginning that okay this is the best budget thing this is the best uh, overall uh, product and this is the best premium product and then they can choose to read further or they can choose not to and then go directly to buy that product that they like so these elements are more related to uh, you know, conversion optimization rather than 
web development exclusively, but yeah, uh, they are achieved via some form of web development, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember one study from Amazon, uh, because Amazon invests a billion dollars, you know, oh, yeah. in web <laughs> development. And uh, on this study, I found that uh, for each second of loading, uh, Amazon can lose 8% of conversion rate. So, for example, if your website is uh, loading slowly, that means you can lose this conversion rate. Uh, yeah, it, that's why it's important to increase uh, website speed uh, yeah. to invest in web development. So, yeah, it's related. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speed is definitely a good point uh, by web development. If, if that can increase the speed, that definitely is a factor that Google takes into consideration these days when ranking sites. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, we have the question from CEO Quick. Does it make sense today to create mini sites for lead generation from advertising in the US or is it worth paying attention to large sites? Yeah, so uh, good question. We, we don't much deal with uh, lead generation sites, but I can definitely answer that. So uh, like they say, the riches are in the niches. So it definitely uh, you know can work for you to create mini sites for lead generation. Provided that you pick up a niche that's like not super, super big, super large, and that's just targeting a particular service in a particular town or city. And probably it's not like a very popular or very high, highly sought after service, because for that one, a lot of people will be competing for. So you can do that for maybe some niches like they're not super competitive, like don't go for like dentist, like best dentist in New York. Probably you, you won't, you know, be able to rank. go for something mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, best tattoo removal artist or best dog spa, maybe in a smaller city. Uh, and, and those can be your small sites uh, for lead generation and they can all, you know, uh, add to your revenue streams. Each one can bring in some revenue every month rather than focusing on one big site because when you go with one big site, it takes much more effort uh, and a lot of effort to compete for a bigger niche uh, because that's what you're fighting for. Uh, and there's a chance that you might not rank that well and, and not make any money. So, yeah, especially about big websites, uh, that means a lot of pages you need to, yeah. uh, for example, if you have 20 small websites or just one big, uh, yeah, it's hard to manage to update content for all pages because if you have some uh, pages with uh, low quality content, it impacts the whole, the entire website. Google can yeah. disrank other pages because of low qualities, so it's important to update. Uh, okay, uh, I have the question about common mistakes. Can you share a list of common mistakes that uh, people still do uh, by investing in websites, uh, buying websites, development, and any other? Yeah, I can, I can list a few mistakes for sure. So when uh, first things you know can be before someone is buying a website, they don't do the proper due diligence. Uh, mm -hmm. That's one thing. Uh, they don't verify the seller. Like they don't vet the site. They don't talk to the seller, they just do the, maybe they're afraid of talking, so they don't do a call with the seller and they just do the deal, thinking that everything the seller has said is correct. Then it turns out that maybe it's not, maybe they're lying. So get on the call with the seller, however big or small the deal is, try to see what's their motivation of selling. Do they mm -hmm. only buy build websites to sell them? You know, maybe you want to stay away from yeah. them. You want to buy sites from people who made it out of passion, not for a business. So that's one thing, do your proper due diligence. Uh, then sometimes people make mistakes while following, uh, you know, like they'll, they'll, there'll be a lot of uh, affiliate links uh, on the site, but either the tag is affiliate tag is missing or it's someone else's tag. Maybe they forgot to change the tag when they bought the site. 
So the old owner is still getting the income from the site. So they don't run the uh, audit on the affiliate links. They don't run an Amazon compliance audit because sometimes, you know, something as small as, you know, mentioning the price uh, on, on your affiliate review page can uh, be against the terms of uh, service of Amazon because Amazon does not allow you to mention the price on your page. So you have to, the button should read check price on Amazon, not that the price is $115. So mm -hmm. then you get your account banned. So don't do that. So follow all the terms and service of Amazon, any affiliate network that you are uh, working with. That's another mistake people uh, make. On the other side, when, when people are selling, uh, they, they don't uh, prepare for the sale. They, they don't have their PL, profit and loss statement ready. You know, they're all over the place. So that's why they're not able to get a good valuation for their site. So on the selling side, make sure that if you're selling, prepare everything, know your numbers and have a nice PL ready for the prospective buyer so that, you know, they can see the performance of the business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, I got it. Okay. Uh, for example, I bought website, uh, updated, uh, improved, uh, increased uh, sales. Uh, can you tell how to sell this website? For example, uh, I need to use the same platforms where I bought them or you are looking for customers other way, just more insights for that. Uh, so we, we buy sites exclusively that are based on, uh, developed on WordPress, like I said. So we our WordPress. So uh, that's the go-to platform for everyone. In fact, more than 40% of the, all the sites in the world are on WordPress. So just learn WordPress and stick to WordPress because they are easier to sell also and easier to buy, easier to transfer, easier to manage. They don't need, you don't need to be super technical to manage and run these WordPress sites, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I got it. But I mean, like, uh, how to sell a website? For example, uh, I bought it, updated, but how to find the right customers with the best possible price? Sure, sure. Uh, easiest would be to, you know, if you're new to this, easiest would be to list on flippa.com, which is a marketplace to buy and sell websites. Mm -hmm. If it's a fairly bigger site, like maybe in six figures or high five figures, you can go to Empire Flippers and get it listed on their platform. Uh, you can also mm -hmm. sell on it. There are a lot of platforms where you can sell. Even in Facebook groups, you can sell like the smaller sites in sub 10,000 category. You can sell on Facebook groups. There are a lot of Facebook groups for buying and selling websites uh, uh, and um, SEO related, affiliate marketing related groups. You can do that uh, or you can come to us. We can help you sell it. So there's multiple ways. I mean, easiest would be to go yeah, list yeah. on. Yeah. Got it. Okay, we have the question. Is it still worth creating many sites on ready-made platforms? After all, it's cheaper or take popular CMS? What do you think? Uh, WordPress is free. So, uh, you know, I think you should go for that. It's better for SEO also. So I don't know which framing platform you're referring to, but I would say just go with WordPress because that's the uh, free option and that's the ideal option, best option, I would say, for content sites. It's more about not or about getting them to rank. So it's more about the SEO. It's easy to develop them and get content written, but getting them ranking is the tough part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, I, I think it depends of your skills. If you know uh, WordPress, so yeah, jump with WordPress. If you know other platforms, they have yeah. own advantages. So it's up to you because I remember when I invested a lot of money uh, in uh, unrecognizable CMS. <laughs> I wasted three years of my resources and got it. That was a big mistake I've learned from that. And after that, of course, uh, I decided to uh, only, uh, you know, to build websites on WordPress because of my experience, yeah. because I have web developers on WordPress. But 
if you have great web developers on other CMS, why not? You can cooperate with them. So exactly. it, it okay. I have uh, the final question. Uh, uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. What would you do today to learn more about investment in websites? Um, yeah, sure. So I think there are a couple of people who, in fact, teach now uh, how to buy and grow websites. Uh, I would still say how I would do today is still what I did 10 years ago. Just do it, basically. Like, you know, nice slogan. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Think small, buy something for $500, buy something for $1,000, whatever, you know, amount that you can, you know, uh, take out from your savings or whatever. Uh, buy a site that's making whatever amount, like $10, $50 a month. Doesn't matter. What matters is that you gain the experience to buy and operate and run a website. That way you learn everything that requires, you know, uh, running, growing a website and that you can apply it to a bigger site as you grow. So just take the plunge. Go buy a site, you know, however small or big the amount is. Start, you know, learning from learning on that. Think of it as you're learning, you know, uh, think of it as a tuition that you're paying while you're getting paid for it, by the way, and learn on that. And then once you have, once you have more confidence, then you can level up. Maybe you can sell that or keep that and then buy something a little bit bigger and then gradually level up. Is Then that's how I did it, basically. No amount of learning and reading or watching videos is going to make you, you know, learn how how to grow and, and run websites unless you do it uh, like all things in life. You got to do it. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Love it. Um, yeah, guys, I know uh, one more way how you can learn more about that. Just follow Mohit Tether on social media. Learn from him. Uh, order his services. You can see a lot of valuable insights. You can uh, increase chances of uh, monetization, of uh, choosing the right choices so yeah many other things um uh, tell our audience uh, the best way how to reach out to you how to learn more about you how to follow you yeah sure you can go to blackbookinvestments.com fill out the investor questionnaire and we can schedule a call you know and see if, if you know we can work together uh you can also reach out to me on linkedin or twitter uh, any questions you have i'm happy to answer and you can reach out to me on email also my email is mohit Nice, nice. Guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. You know, a big pleasure. Uh, that was so valuable, including me, because I'm going to use your insights. I'm going to share this episode with my team, because why not? Uh, I, I always looking for uh, extra income, and you, <laughs> you share this way, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Great. Okay, guys. Love, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.